Wake up with Kristen and Nige. I said wake up, camera. Mix 106.3. I'm, I'm shocked and stunned. Mm. Um, I would say disappointed if it was coming from anyone but you, Tamara. Okay. Um, That's but cool. when, when I read a story uh, about a, triath- a triathlon over in Spain, mm. uh, and I'll try and explain this as best I can. So uh, forget who was coming first and second. We're talking about third and fourth in this yeah. particular instance. Now, the bloke who, towards the end of the race, was running in fourth spot was a British bloke called uh, James, right? And ahead of him was a Spanish bloke called Diego. Yeah, swap him around, though. So the, no. the British bloke was in third place the whole time, and the Spanish bloke was fourth, and they were trailing. Oh, uh, so the, was Spanish, this, okay, the Spanish right, bloke was sorry. trailing the British bloke the yeah, whole yeah, way. Okay. So the, he, the British bloke was coming third, and he was coming third the whole race. Right, and right. The, and the Spanish bloke was coming fourth. Like, that's how right. it was going to be. The Spanish bloke was not able to overtake him whatsoever. That he, was just he gave how it his they, all, yes. but he knew in his heart of hearts he was going to run fourth because yes. the British bloke was just a bit. Sorry, I yes. had him around the wrong way. Um, but anyway, so right towards the end of the race, uh, the bloke in third position mm. took a wrong turn. He got confused. He got confused by the directions of the triathlon, and mm. he went in the wrong direction. Yeah. And the guy who was behind him, who was running fourth, saw it happen. Mm-hmm. So the guy was coming fourth when he got to the finish line rather than cross it. Now in third place, he stopped and he waited <laughs> for the guy who legitimately was in third and was was a fairly decent way in front who screwed up, made a simple, honest mistake, realised his mistake, got back on track, and he let the guy go third. Weak. And see, <laughs> you see, there it is. I, when I read that, I went, that is a wonderful display of sportsmanship. In my head, I heard this. Look, it is a wonderful display of sportsmanship. Producer Cam, I want to hear your thoughts in a second here Mm. as well. Um, But... Agree with you, Nigel. Yeah, that that's beautiful. Um, but when we but talked about is... in the office this morning, we, we discussed the story, we got to the end of it, and you said to me, I think that is an absolutely yes. amazing display of, and I thought you were going to say sportsmanship. No. What you said was weakness. Yes, because when it comes on... to sport, yep. it's all about competitiveness. And from, from, that oh. point, from, that, from that point, it was the best discussion ever because the look of... Oh, just disdain on Nigel's face and then I, that little cheeky grin. The, the, the <laughs> thought that the man, the man who waited and let the other guy go, mm. the thought that he was weak and non-competitive never even entered my mind. I only got as far as, wow, what a really genuinely honourable oh, thing to do. It's definitely a nice thing to do, but I think if you're competing, especially for a podium spot, because obviously third and fourth place... That's huge because it means that one of you misses out on the podium. Uh, you're but it would have been a hollow victory, wouldn't it? If if the no, only reason you got third is because the bloke over. in front of you. Part of the race, though, is to know which way to go. Yeah, oh. it's not like he purposely <laughs> tripped him over or he purposely put him in the wrong way. The guy just got confused and accidentally ran into the crowd. He wasn't injured or anything. No. The bloke would have seen, would have been like, oh, great, he's, he's taken a little bit of a wrong turn. I get third place here. That's awesome. And look, over the years, we've seen many examples of these you know, wonderful acts of sport. However, I think with this one, the guy made a mistake. And, yeah. and I, what was Bradbury meant to do? Just stand, oh, before, the, just stand before the finish race. line like, and just go, oh, hold on, I'll just wait for these people to <laughs> topple over because I was actually coming last Mate, the whole she time. Might, she might Honestly, have you there. She I, might have you there. I, I would be surprised. Even if he had decided to do that, I, would Bradbury have had a chance to stop? The guy was doing about 90k's <laughs> an hour they when all, it all happened. They I all mean, were able to sing Kumbaya at the end of it because um, the, the organisers of the race decided to give fourth place an or an honorary third place there you go. See, and also wins. gave him the third place prize money. So yeah. So Nigel, you're just saying it's a you know, blue ribbon for everyone. No, eh? I'm not. 
Oh, you're, you're one of those guys in 2020 yeah, that thinks that I'm thinks the opposite that of that. All high school students should just have an encouragement you, award. No, no. You get to the end of an under nine soccer match. I want to know how many goals were scored, and I want to know who won mm. because it's important that the kiddies who lost learn that they got to do better next time, unless yeah. they ran off in the wrong direction. Ah, oh, look! If, if a kid if a kid makes an honest mistake and you give him a bit of line, I think that's just good sportsmanship. Oh, it's gold. And you guys are rubbish. And <laughs> I can't even win this argument, can I? All You're right, outnumbered, mate. All, right. All right. If you do something honourable, you're weak. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020. Kristen and Nige, filled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24-7. Mix 106.3. Um, I personally think it's wonderful news that I've come across this morning. Cam Sunnings begs to differ because he's a bit of a purist. Um, they're bringing back the mini moke. From the um, what, 60s and 70s? From, well, they made it. They started making them in the late 60s. They finished making them worldwide in 93, I think you'll find. And it looks like um, a bit of a... I mean, I wasn't around then, but it wasn't my oh, vintage. But looks like, to me, a golf buggy or a beach dune buggy or something. It's not... Yeah, it's kind of like they got a golf buggy and put sort of flappy doors on it and went, there you go, that's a car. <laughs> um, horrendously unsafe, but a lot of fun. Well, let's bring it back. So, uh, Joe from Wanayasa, you got some mini moke memories from back in the day? Certainly do. Cool. How you going, guys? Yeah, Good. we're doing all right. Have, have you you and your family ever owned a moak? Yes, yeah, so and my dad has owned three over the time. Three of them? Um, back in the back in the 70s, he had two moaks and a Californian, which was the upgraded moak, because it had actually back seats in it. That, oh, um, wow, that's fancy. And probably the biggest memory was we lived in Lyons at the time, yeah. going what we call drain bashing round the um, stormwater drains at the back of Curtin, the big spoon drains. Oh, my God. Wait, what would you do with the drains? Uh, driving them. Just drive it. Oh, my like God. Going up and turn and down and get soaking wet, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't much to do in Canberra. There wasn't much to do in Canberra back then, was there? Cars. No, no. And bear in mind, let's... <laughs> Sorry, Joe, I just want to now, point out... Now to, I, oh, <laughs> sorry, go on. Yeah, go. No, 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 please, after you. Well, now I drive a Jeep Wrangler, so, you know, like an up... Um, well, steroids, really. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and before anyone phones in and complains uh, about Joe's family's behaviour back, we got to remember What's that. What's it called? Drain. Lo- uh, a drain surfing, was it? I think, but um, drain bashing. Drain bashing. Drain thank bashing. you. Um, you got to remember that um, law enforcement wasn't invented until 1982. <laughs> Yes, so in those was. days, it was perfectly fine to do whatever you wanted. There was just a few kangaroos they, in Canberra back then in old Parliament House, though, wasn't there? And no laws. <laughs> they didn't bring laws in until the 80s, uh, so that's perfectly okay. Ben from Latham, um, you helped your yep. dad rebuild a mini moke? Yes, it was oh. a uh, Californian, and we put six wheels on it. Oh, what? Six? Dude. Yep. Do you still have it? No, Dad sold it. Wow. So he had three of the chassis and picked the best one. Yeah. The best one happened to be run into a tree, so we had a big dent we had to knock out. Right. So I was on one side holding the lump of steel, and he's on the other side with a 13-pound hammer. Well, that's how you did it back in the day, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, nothing... I had scrawny arms back then, so, yeah, yeah it was a bit yeah. more fun. Did yeah. you go drain bashing too, Ben? No. <laughs> I was in a paddock. <laughs> paddock bashing's even better. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, and just quickly, mate, your thoughts, the, the new one. Should they bring back the new Moke? They've upgraded it from, what is it, 848 cc's up to 1.1 litre. Uh, it, it, are you a purist? Is this blasphemy? Oh, I reckon we'll have a look and see what it looks like. There you go. See? And then, and then we'll make a decision from there. Optimist. See see what a mature chap Ben from Latham is, Cam Sullings? Can't say the same thing about our producer. Didn't throw all his teddies out of the cot, did he? <laughs> 
the night. Fueled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24-7. Mix 106.3. We are talking at the moment uh, about doing things other than presents at Christmas time after a woman on a Facebook group called, correct me if I'm wrong, Christmas Mums Australia. <laughs> yes. God help us all. You need to get past that, night. Um, uh, They're she... just organised mums, organised mums organising Christmas presents early. Yeah, and then taking photos and uploading them for, for complete anyway. strangers to look at. Uh, and she's she's bought a stack of things for her two-year-old. Like thousands of dollars worth of presents, which yeah. is just stupid. And then all the other mums have got online and gone, oh, you're ruining your child and you're going to spoil her and that's not how you should parent. Absolutely. And, you know, that's what you do on Facebook. You yeah. question everyone else's Well, don't decisions. go on it if you don't want to get attacked. I don't. Um, <laughs> but we wanted to ask the question, if not presents, what else are you doing at your place over the Christmas yeah. period? Um, we do something different at my place. Uh, and so do you. Um, but Rebecca from Banks, good morning. Good morning. How you, are you? Yeah, pretty good. You've got young Angus with you, I'm told. And you you guys do experiences rather than presents. Is that correct? Yeah, we do. So Angus's birthday is the 31st of December. So we feel like it's oh. a lot of presents in a really short time. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Like an experience or two to have throughout the year. So we go for a weekend away and have a, um, tickets to a concert. Ooh. And we found that really worked well for him. He loves it. Ooh, I'm feeling like mum likes it just as nice. much as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you... definitely. But it's something to look forward to for him. So. Yeah, yeah. Does he ever do you go and see the Stones with Angus or something like that? Um, <laughs> is that sort of gigs we're talking about? Uh, no, not really. We, uh, I think once we went to go see Sam Smith in Sydney, oh. and I think that was my favourite one that we went to because it was like yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. So Hotel and Queen, and so we either go to Melbourne oh. or Sydney. And amazing! And so Angus, so what do you reckon? Heap of presents or an experience? What's your pick? Well, I, I think experience because, like, I've grown up now. I've realised that I don't need that much stuff yeah. anymore. On you, Angus. Especially because I'm not that young and I don't need toys. So. There you go. Yeah, no, you're right. And I never forget, Angus. They, they they always say that money can't buy happiness. Um, but I say it can buy you a yacht, and that will let you f- sail right up next to happiness and wave at it. Nige, right. he, I mean, he's just told us he'd rather have an. Ex- you're welcome. I'm just. I'm just trying to keep it real. Okay. You know, Brooke in Nichols. What do you do other than presents around Christmas and birthdays? Well, what I did was I got a picture frame last Christmas. I got a picture frame with a Harry Potter Lego in it, with a Cursed Child ticket in it. Oh. And I was invited to go to Melbourne <gasps> to see the cursed child. So my parents took me to Melbourne to uh, see the cursed child for Christmas. Oh. So that was fun. Do you know what? That's a pretty cool present. I, I like that. I actually bought tickets to that show, Brooke, but um, unfortunately coronavirus hit when oh. I was meant to go. Uh, oh, I want your parents. That's amazing. So would you prefer yeah, a big lot of pre- good. Would you prefer a big chunk of presents on your birthday or an experience like you had at the Cursed Child Harry Potter um, very show? Big experience. Oh, very big experience. Very big experience. Amazing. Go. Maybe next year you could go on a hike. Kristen and Nige, filled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24-7. Mix 106.3. Uh, on the big show, talking about, well, I call it a bridal waltz. Apparently that's not the term that we use anymore. But the, the first song that you danced to mm. at your wedding, um, according to a recent study, mm. is a good indication of how your relationship is going to go. Are you bound for happiness and everlasting love? Or 
Bitterly, bitter, bitterly divorced. Are you off to bitter divorce town? So we thought we'd do our own um, survey here because, I mean, if someone can pull together a couple of numbers on a survey, surely we can here at Mix. Oh, it's And easy. it's legit. Oh, totally. Uh, Brie in Gera, uh, what song did you um, dance to your first dance with your husband? Uh, all of Me with by John Lenders. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, let's have a quick listen. I give you all of me. Okay. Good song. I'm going to go with They're Still Together, Nige, because it's kind of a recent song, I think, from memory. Like, it's only in the last five years. Mm. So either it turned really ugly after a year or they're still together. What are you going for, Nige? I'm going to say you're still together. And and I'm I'm also going to say that that because the John Legend song, if you listen to it carefully, it's about loving someone in spite of their many, many flaws. Oh, I hope we're right. You know what I'm saying? Bree, are we correct? Are you still together? Uh, no. <gasps> oh, oh, no. We barely oh. made a year. Oh, wow. So too many curves and edges and imperfections. <laughs> That's it. He that did would... not love me in spite of everything else. Oh, put it that way. oh wow. I'm so sorry, Bree. Wow. I was so on the... right. thought I was so on the money there. That was a ride and a half, wasn't it? <laughs> Quite the roller coaster. Good on you, Bree. Thanks for taking part in our survey. We'll put John Legend on the list. What John, what John Legend is now on the divorce list. Yep. Wow. I can't believe we're putting him on there. John Legend. Oh, okay, divorce. John Legend. And then it was Amazed by Lone Star is on the Still Together list, according yep. to our survey. God, this is rock solid science. <laughs> I love it. Joe from Dunlop, good morning. Good morning. Uh, tell me about the song to which you got married. Okay. Uh, my husband and I got married to Lady by Kenny Rogers. There is a story behind it. It's not something that we would have picked, but yes. Okay. <laughs> Do we Fair have enough. that song in the but system, Nigel? Unfortunately, we don't. We've got nearly every other Kenny Rogers song Hell? you could possibly name. Do we not have? Oh, my Lord. I know. I, I feel like we need to hand in our radio station card. Surely we would have it every... It's, it's wonderfully soppy. Oh, it is. It okay. is. All right. So... I, I am going to say, uh, Joe, that your relationship has lasted um, from that moment forward purely through the power of Kenny's beard. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go, um, yeah, I'm going to go again for the Still Together um, because it feels like there's still a lot of love in your voice, Joe, for your husband. I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard a bit of laugh there, so go on. <laughs> okay, so 25 years and now two and a half years later, we are still trying to divorce. Oh, oh. I mean, okay. So it's sort of half successful. What do you mean still trying? It's just still going on. Oh, it's going on and on and on. (laughs) Oh, it takes a few years, does it? Remind me. Oh, it can. Well, it just seems, you know, you separate, but you just can't separate. Oh, my God. Do you still live together, Joe? No. Okay. All right. Separate (laughs) lives. Definitely definitely divorced when you go to the pub. Yes. Mentally divorced. Right. Oh, my God. So we're putting... We're putting Kenny Rogers I, I, in the divorce pile. It's destroyed my whole belief system. <laughs> Kristen and Nige, filled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24-7. Mix 106.3.